The following message is the opinions of the hosts and may be considered a conspiracy. Viewer discretion is advised. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. I don't know where that came from. How do I know that? And it turned out that nobody knew it. And I was getting really freaked. With the right conditions, we have an inversion. That's when I first started saying, they don't know. Nobody really knows. This whole thing is a big sham. And what you're seeing here is a we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Okay, guys, welcome. Episode number 11 of Unearthing 5D Reality. Um, as you guys can tell uh, uh, with the title of the video today, me and Derek are going to be going at um, chemtrails. We're going to be going at the fact that this is obvious to a lot of the truth community, but um, from the scientific community, from the government, well, you'll be called a, you know, a, a crackhead, you get the crack, put the crack pipe down. There's not, people aren't spraying you like you'll, you'll get that a lot when you actually try to bring this up with the people that are still under the agent Smith effect, protecting their people that are actually poisoning them and their children. So today me and, um, Derek have gathered a lot of information. We spent the last week gathering, um, a lot of current and, um, uh, previous timeline of kind of when the idea of spraying the atmosphere came into everybody's minds, why, and we kind of just want to comprehensively go over, um chemtrails for everybody so that this is an episode that maybe you can share with somebody that doesn't believe in chemtrails or or so on from there so um welcome Derek do you have anything for the people watching for the intro well I just wanted to thank everybody for being here thank you all for your support whether you're a member or you're just here to pass by we we welcome you we're happy you're here um all we're trying to do in any of our episodes is we're just trying to present the information that's out there, and we want you to think about it. We want you to digest it and, and do what fits right with you. You know when you look up and you see this crisscross of white in your sky and your sky is no longer blue, uh, there's something going on, okay? They, don't let these people tell you. Don't let me tell you. Think about it for yourself. But just look at these things, be observant, point them out when you see them and talk to people about them because awareness is the only way that this is going to change. And the, the least amount of attention this gets, the longer they could go about it. So uh, what Caleb and I are trying to do in this episode is just encourage you and give you the ammunition you're going to need to be able to properly debate the people who are going to try to tell you that you're just a crackpot for uh, making an observation. It's, it's nothing but an observation. Your eyes are not deceiving you. You are not looking at ice particles in the upper atmosphere that happen from condensed airplanes flying through and compressing the air. That's not what's happening, okay? Uh, and you, you're perfectly capable of understanding that. You are perfectly capable of breaking through the brainwash. And we just want to encourage you to, to be yourself and to, to attack this thing 
the way it needs to. We encourage you to just look up, honestly, yeah, look up. and right. instead of just you know looking at your phone. If like the fact that I'm still seeing videos, I don't know about you, Derek, but I'm still seeing videos today in today's age where they're still like confident enough to crisscross the sky in these bigger cities where they're just creating like grid patterns. So we that's exactly what um, me and Derek our goal today to go over is to completely expose and make this so obvious that this is going on that nobody can refute this we are obviously being sprayed with heavy metals and the scientific community in the latter day in the 20th century they're admitting it and we're going to fully go over all of the people all of the actors all the people that are propped up going on talk shows and such but um to start off the episode in the first hour um we're not we maybe not take up the full first hour going over history um but we want to give a, a comprehensive timeline for everybody to kind of realize how they brought this in how they propped it up because they've kind of gone back and forth between we're not doing this we are doing this we're planning on doing this it's been really interesting to research this and actually go um backwards to see what they were saying yeah it's it's unbelievable this like anything that we present on our show it's not easy to research. They always bury the truth amongst all of the lies, and they make the truth something that gets ridiculed by the public. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to walk you through what led to this. What is it? Why is it so hard to detect? Uh, you know, like many people will pull samples and say there's nothing being sprayed because there's nothing showing up on our tests. But what you're going to learn in this episode is that these are normal particles they're spraying these people are spraying a very specific nanoparticle that is interacting with your body because it's made from human dna it's made from human cells and depending on what cells they they used to make these particles uh they they perform differently so you're actually going to learn about morgellons disease in this episode which is a synthetic life form that's made from silica and human dna that does not have an origin that they claim to be on earth. They even go as far as saying this, this parasite is not from earth uh, because it's silicon life form. And this is happening from the spraying that your skin is absorbing when you walk just to get your mail or you do your job, whatever it is, you're exposing yourself to these harmful nanoparticles that we are all engulfed in. Yeah, and you're gonna and they were using this in wars with ancient um, orange, right? Is is it ancient orange? I might be getting that wrong, but they're literally spraying this over. Not this specifically, but this type of a chemical warfare was being used in our history, and and they literally banned it. But now the only re, the only way you're allowed to spray people with heavy metals is if it's in the name of science and research. Well, and. Like, if you were to look it up, it's called Operation Ranch Hand. This is when the United States sprayed Agent Orange over the food crops over Vietnam uh, to control the people through controlling their food. Uh, they actually even, to this day, will claim that Agent Orange is safe to drop on crops. Oh, my God. And they'll, they'll actually go as far as telling you that it is something that can be used to control the people. Uh, they they really do think we are stupid. They really expect you to not think about any of the things that they're telling you. And all we are trying to do is get you to think. 
When I research, the more I research this, and you might feel the exact same way, Derek, but the more I feel like this is so related to the heliocentric um, model being propped up and everything, and them just acting like flat earthers are the dumbest idiots in the entire world, but we have all the evidence. Like, this is, like, very similar, oddly. It was very similar, because when you actually research this, there's tons of evidence. People were going and doing the work, and um, me and Derek, we are definitely, I definitely want to do a water test, um, in mine i want to just grab tap water from my house and get it tested it, like derek weren't you saying it should cost like 150 200 or something like that yeah absolutely and also there's a, a website i'll try to post it uh, but there's a website where you could put in your zip code and see what's your what's in your water as far as the government's concerned and uh the i'm where i'm at we're supposed to have some of the cleanest water in the country and we're uh level five contaminant here in my town wow yeah. And- yeah. Well, well, where I was going with that is that if we can start doing some tests and we can post our results and everything, maybe and I, and I can go hike and get some. I can go get some snow from because uh, I live in Utah. I could go on a hike because it's snowing here like right now. Actually, oddly enough, it's snowing right now. Um, in well, not oddly. I guess it's getting into the winter months, but in October, usually it's not snowing right now. But either way, I could go and and do a test like that. I could gather some snow and we could start doing tests, but. What I'm trying to get at is that I would like to motivate the community to start doing this and and start maybe posting on their social networks, their test results, because this, at the end of the day, you're going to realize what me and um, Derek are going to tell you guys about aluminum poisoning, barium poisoning, all of these toxic metals that we are consuming every day. If If you live, if you breathe, you're consuming it. Um, you're going to find out that this is something that is extremely dangerous. Um, they, the scientists literally openly admit, like David Keith, he's the main guy that's propped up. Um, he openly admits that you, we cannot model the effects of this. We cannot model how the, it's going to come down. We can't model the effects on insects, the effects on fish, the effects on anything and we're going to go over all those effects so um but um derek if we can i'd love to start building the timeline a little bit for everybody um just kind of when they started bringing this up when did this start from your research so from what i found was they they wanted to warm the world up at first this was when it all started they wanted to be able to warm up the arctic so that they could drill oil this is all intertwined with nasa big oil and your government which, if I can just interject, because this is so funny, now they're doing it and saying that they're blocking out radiation and and gonna cool. So they were doing it to war. Like it's gone back and forth, <laughs> like so much. People do not realize, but I I can't wait to paint the picture. Sorry to interject. Oh, you're good. Yeah, no, it really is just so baffling when you dig into this to see that this is something everybody knew about back in the '60s was that they wanted to warm up the earth. Uh, and it wasn't until they did a little research and found, figured that their CO2 is warming the Earth. And in the early 70s, they they found that the Earth was naturally warming on its own due to its own natural rhythms. The Earth is alive and it goes through s- seasons and different things as well as anything that's alive. And so they they started to realize that the Earth itself was warming. And they decided then that, oh, it's no longer a good idea for us to be spraying these things. So they they moved their idea to controlling the weather. And this is where HARP comes from. This is where all of these different, uh, like they actually use the high energy frequency from HARP, which is a device in Alaska. There's seven or eight of them around the world. 
and they beam high energy into the upper part of our atmosphere and it creates high and low pressure systems uh, from the energy moving through that generate, they actually control the jet streams. They could push a storm away from you. They could bring a storm into you. They could spray stuff into the air that actually causes rain clouds to form and cause rain. And this is all back in this early 70s. They had this technology and like anything good, they pervert it. They went from the potential of bringing rain to climates that need rain to removing snow from climates that are being blizzard. Uh, and they, they turned it into a, a war machine. And they actually came up with an idea by 2025, the, the United States Air Force wrote a document saying that they wanted to own the weather. They wrote this document in 1996 and they started seat cloud seeding and trying What's the name of that document for everybody owning the weather by 2025. It's a, it's a United States Air Force document and it talks about wep- weaponizing the weather. So prior to the government's writing this paper that they were potentially going to use it for good, but like anything, they it's been perverted and now they're using they're keeping rain away from California. They're flooding certain spots. Our government's been accused of causing hurricanes, of causing earthquakes, and they're doing all of this through the frequency that they control through HARP and through other high-energy weapons, for lack of a better word, that they're using against the public. And nobody, all of the people who are spraying you, all of the people who are doing this, their children are out there. Mm-hmm. What like What is making these people... How, what is wrong with them that they could get in an airplane and fly over cities of children, of elderly, of their family, and just dump these dangerous chemicals onto these people? It's- if, I can, if I can interject, that's my biggest thing that bothers me about this topic because um, – and I, and I do want to play the clip of Joe Rogan in the first hour talking about chemtrails because it's hilarious. Um, but – in in a YouTube video with Joe, and and basically he's the gatekeeper. From what I'm researching, like I just he's like the gatekeeper for all of the little liberals or the in betweens or the Republicans. Like he's his little podcast is the gate the best gatekeeping site of all time. But basically, when I listen to him or anybody else talk about the chemtrail idiots or the you know the chemtrail conspiracy theorists, quote unquote, that they think we are. Um, when they fully probably understand that there's tons of science to back this and tests and things like that. But that's the main thing that Joe Rogan goes over is that's he's like, if if there's actually people up in the atmosphere spraying us with chemicals, killing us, they live down here, too. Their kids live down here, their family, their grandma. That's like their biggest argument as as to why they will never believe that chemtrails are actually happening is because why would they do that to their kids? But it's the same thing as NASA or any other compartmentalized operation that is killing us all like 5G towers. Like you could ask the same question about the people that are going up and fixing 5G towers. They're having the effects. They're not able to sleep. I'm sure sure they're depressed maybe they're not they're not correlating what these effects are coming from but it's the same type of idea we could even go as far as to say look at adolf hitler look at stalin look what those people were able to convince people to do and it's at the end of the day it's it, they could be saying oh well, my boss told me to you know i could lose my job 
what about my kids? How am I going to pay my bills? I, I, you know, this is my job for the government, you know, like, like literally that, that's the worst argument ever. Cause it, you could ask the same thing about so many different categories of life. So that argument makes me sick that, Oh, why would they do that? And also, don't you think if these people are, are do realize that they're spraying heavy metals and things like that, they can figure out the um, side effects of, of this buildup in your body, dementia, Alzheimer's, things like that. Um, don't you think they know how to get it out of them? Well, that's they what probably I... they probably have researched how to pull it out of you, and um, they know like it's not affecting them, and, and they're giving that to their kids. Like there's simple answers to this, but they act like it's so elaborate. Well, the simple answer to it is everything is frequency, and when you match something's frequency, you could increase the rate of its vibration. And when you're matching uh, the frequency to something negative and you increase the rate of vibration, it actually breaks down. This is what Rife machines do. Uh, if, you, if you've never heard of a Rife machine, go look into them. They're a very, very amazing machine that cures 100% of the people. I'm not making a health claim. Do your own research. Uh, but the way it works is it actually increases the frequency of a very specific frequency of whatever is damaging your body. And in doing so, it kills these things. So, and this is why they're hiding these things from the public, because as you were saying earlier, these people, they have to pay for their home. They have to pay for their car. What are they going to do if they don't have a job? What are they going to do if their employer, who's the government, decides to delete them? You, you think that these people have an easy out, that there's no way that they, no repercussions for these people coming out and saying, hey, we can't do this, or hey, this is dangerous. No, they could they could harm their family. They could cause them to lose everything. These people are just like you and I. Why don't you stop working? Why don't you stop doing this? Why? It's because you need to. Because what are we going to do without work, right? Because they built a system where we are all dependent on so that they can control us by threatening to remove your ability to survive in the system. That in itself is enough to make people do anything crazy. Now, if there is a cure like Rife Machine Frequencies, then that better encourages them to do it because they need their job and they, their kids aren't being harmed by it. So, Hey, let's do this or EMF. There's tons of EMF radiation blocks and different uh, minerals that you could take that will actually reverse these things. So to, to make that entire assumption that they would never do it because their family lives here is ignorant because to these people would not be creating stuff like this unless that they knew how to protect themselves from the thing that they're going in. My biggest concern is this has to be above the government, which if you follow any of our TikToks, you guys know that uh, they, these people are way above what we, what we even know. They're, they're above government. They're above the 13 families. These people are up there. Uh, and they use their power to get other governments to do these different things because these chemtrails are found all over the world. Weather modification is found everywhere. And it's not being used for good. They're using it against us. Yeah, isn't it weird that all of the governments are doing it like the, like all of them, like pretty much all nations are like doing some sort of geoengineering in the sky. It's really interesting. But let's paint um, a picture. Let's, sorry to sidetrack you, but let's go back to painting a picture for everybody, kind of the history. Um, and maybe if I can get you to talk a little bit about NASA's involvement, because a lot of people might not realize that NASA has programs like CARE. Um, I can't remember the exact what CARE stands for, but it's basically what they're shooting aerosols. They're admitting to sh it's crazy, but 
but um, I'll let Derek, uh, let's build a little bit more of a timeline. Um, maybe some of the uh, like operations, Skyfire, things like that. Let's kind of um, t- let's talk a little bit more about the history and the older ones if we can. Yeah, so essentially since the early 70s, NASA has been spraying these chemicals into the atmosphere to study the solar winds and this and that. They've openly been admitting to spraying these different chemicals. Future plans of federal agencies and weather and climate modifications. So this this stems all the way back to the 60s when the government realized that they could not only use chemicals to create rain and wind and these different things, they could even reverse a hurricane and make it spin the other direction. Okay, so for all of the globe people out there, that that might hurt your feelings. Uh, But they can. And NASA has been involved with this the entire time. So uh, in 1954, the the entire idea of cloud seeding and controlling the weather came into existence through Project Fight Fire, Project Skywater, Project Cumulus. These are all different uh, projects that our government's actually funded with your tax dollars to learn how to cloud seed to learn how to move clouds out, to turn turn uh, twisters and hurricanes around and make them not there. There's actually tons of like speculation and it's has not been proven, they say, but uh, that's the weather manipulation through these different cloud seeding experiments actually caused the Lindmouth flood, which was caused by Project Cumulus, where the, the cloud seeding that the government did actually caused deaths and tons of flooding and it ruined agricultural and different parts of uh, the UK. And this, they've got so many of these different projects that they launched between 1950 and 1970, where they were spraying these different chemicals, they're dropping CO2 through the sky. And the reaction of putting CO2 in the sky would cause rain. And they, they've been doing this for, for decades to control the weather. And they've actually turned it into a control the people project. Yeah, that's what's so funny is like people nowadays, they don't even realize like they they'll openly say like, no, they're not controlling the weather and they're not causing rainfall. Like people are so unaware to what is going on, but there's a whole history to this. And um, with Project Cumulus, I'll just give you guys a little bit of an idea here. I just want to read it to everybody. Project Cumulus was a 1950s UK government initiative to investigate weather manipulation and particle through cloud seeding experiments. Known jokingly internally as Operation Witch Doctor, the project was operational between 1949 and 1952. A conspiracy theory has circulated claiming that the Linmouth flood that Derek was talking about was caused by Project Cumulus. This claim is to ultimately, this claim is unproven, they're saying. And to tell you guys what happened, Basically here, when I'm reading over Linmouth disaster, the Linmouth disaster, rain fell for 24 hours, essentially. Um, it killed like 32 people and multiple buildings were knocked down. There was so much rainfall. So obviously they didn't fully figure out um, <laughs> the levels of what they're supposed to put, how much they're supposed to put. But I think now in today's age, over you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, they've got it refined down. 250 cool. times the normal August rainfall in 1952. Uh, let me say 250. 50x in the month of august in 1952 they saw that much more rainfall that year um obviously these guys are controlling the weather 
um, at this point. And, and like they said, I think they have, I think they've gotten to a point where they can control the weather and they've got it. They, maybe they, maybe they figured it out before 2025. Yeah, they, they've definitely had to go through their critical learning space where they had to find out exactly how much to put in the atmosphere, but the entire motivation behind creating these different uh, cloud seeding things wasn't to bring food. It wasn't to bring water to areas that could grow food. They've been telling us for decades that there's not enough land to grow food on. Well, that's horse wash. If these people can control the weather, why are they using it for things like bogging down enemy movement or incriminating the water flow in rivers and streams to hinder or stop enemy moving, uh, clearing fog from the airfield so they could see where to drop bombs? Like nothing about this was about good. And the potential for good was we could have exited uh, California went through a massive drought that caused massive issues and crops dying. Places have been over flooded that caused crops to, to die. And we could be using this for good. This is what we are really trying to get you to understand is the technology that is being used and suppressed by our government would change everything. But because it's in the hands of these evil corporations and these people who only care about profit, it's being used against us. And it's being used in war and they just, they don't want you or I to be able to benefit from proper rainfall or from bringing an oasis to a desert to help people who are struggling. There's heat waves that kill people. There's floods that kill people. And our government has the ability to prevent these things. And your tax dollars are going to these projects going into harm people and not help people. Yeah, and I really want to reiterate how powerful it would be to fully manipulate the weather and be able to manipulate the weather everywhere on our flat earth that we live on. Because um, the earth is flat for anybody that's new. If you haven't listened to our older episodes and you're just listening to this one as your first episode, yes, the earth is flat. Nuclear bombs are fake. Um, there's a lot to figure out. There's a lot going on. But yes, if they were able to control the weather everywhere on the level realm that we live in, like that that could create a nation that could easily take over the entire world like people i don't think people realize the ramifications and what could what could happen from somebody any i don't think anybody but god should own the weather or i don't think it should be up to anybody but the natural processes of earth and it's um we're not on that schedule anymore guys the implications of us actually taking weather into our own hands is devastating uh, the amount of of deaths and livestock and food crop loss and all of those things that we are enduring because of this, make no mistake, these people are controlling the jet streams, they're controlling hurricanes, they're controlling earthquakes, they are doing all of these things because if you live in fear, you're easier to control. If you can't go out and grow your own food because the earth produces for you, you need them. And this is what they want. They they are at war with you. They're at war with Caleb and they're, they're at war with me. These people are, there's a war on humanity and they are using the natural abilities of this earth, this beautiful flat level plane we exist on to, to turn us on each other, to make us more animalistic through fear of loss. And in doing so, they've perfectly been able to brainwash the people into attacking anybody who tries to end the system because they are afraid that without the system, they won't exist. And that's just wrong, but this is what we're experiencing. Yep. 
And let's, I want to talk a little bit about kind of the, their narrative. And because if anybody, if you want to have a really good laugh, just look up Joe Rogan talking about chemtrails or um, contrails. He has this guy on that's literally a video game designer. I don't know why I had a video game designer on to talk about chemtrails, but um, not, not the, not the, not the strong point of what we're trying to get at here. Um, that is the funniest shiz ever. I want to play just um, a little bit from what he says and then i want me and derek to start just um destroying the idea that this is a contrail but this is how this is what obviously everybody that's listening to this podcast should know by now that joe rogan is propped up he's not teaching anybody anything new he might have some good little tidbits here and there he's a gatekeeper he's way more gatekeeping than like alex jones though he like is like liberal like this dude is a clown um listen to this dude talk about chemtrails and contrails like when you look up in the sky and you see this crisscross. Um, what people need to understand is just because you feel like when you look up in the sky and you see this crisscross patterns that they're spraying you. Mm-hmm. No one's spraying you. Yeah. This is just a, a natural reaction to jet engines and condensation in the atmosphere and the heat and the moisture of the jet engine. That's all it is. They're- Which is absolute insanity. Um we're going to read uh, – I want Derek to read the definition of contrails, and then I want to give um, a personal experience of where I – because I've lived in multiple states. I've lived in states with humidity. I lived in Texas, Dallas, Texas, which had over 100% humidity during the summers. Um, I've lived in Utah, which is a desert essentially. So I've seen both, and I've watched a lot of planes from Dallas because Dallas has a really big airport. But um, Derek, can you tell everybody what is a contrail to the mainstream narrative? Yeah, so if you were to just believe what they tell you, they're going to tell you that a contrail or a vapor trail, they are line-shaped clouds produced by aircraft engine exhaust or changes in air pressure. Okay, like you need an airplane to do that, but we're going to neither here nor there. Typically, an <laughs> aircraft cruising altitude several miles above the Earth's surface, contrails are composed mostly of water in the form of ice crystals i I want you guys to think about what they're expecting you to believe okay these people are trying to expect you to believe that an airplane flies through the atmosphere condenses the air inside of the hot engine this hot engine spits this condensed water out and it turns into ice okay even if that were the case why are they hanging out all day Why do they expand outwards and cause a white sky? How is it that ice could float above our head while we're moving thousands of miles an hour, mind you, uh, and maintain their shape when ice would melt? They're they're higher up in the atmosphere. There's less, less atmosphere for them to go through. So there's more solar radiation because their, their entire argument on why we need this is to reflect solar radiation. So if you were to believe that this is ice and you were to believe their narrative, you would have to accept the fact that ice does not last all day. Like ice does not separate out and turn into a big fog. Ice does not turn your entire sky white. And airplanes do not fly in crisscross fashion. <laughs> it's, it's such a joke, dude. Aircraft condensation trails. This is from the World Meteorological Organization. Um, this is uh, you're gonna love this, Derek. Aircraft condensation trails, contrails that have persisted for at least ten minutes will be given the name of the genus Cirrus, followed only by the special cloud name Homo genitus. So a contrail will be known as a Cirrus 
homogenitus. As new or recently formed aircraft condensation trails may undergo a fairly rapid state of change and may display a variety of transient shapes, no species, varieties, or supplementary features will be applied to the name. And they literally show a picture of the grid of like like um, they're doing a pattern where they're crisscrossing each other. They're doing the full-on pattern. This is what they're propping up to everybody that this is a condensation trail. But I want everyone to think about that. Think about what the claim is here. They're claiming that the contrails are are caused because of humidity levels in the air. So the the plane and you'll if you listen to because I listened to unfortunately my ears they were really pissed off by the end of the seventeen minute video. And yes, I believe it was exactly seventeen minutes that I watched Joe Rogan talk about and spew nonsense about contrails. <laughs> but that is their narrative: is that like the the plane goes through this um, patch in different patches of humidity, and then that's what creates the contrail through the engine. But as we've all seen, if everybody is not living under a rock, and if you spend any time outside, which I during this summer, I spent average two hours a day meditating and hanging outside grounding. Um, that's what I like to do. I'm weird. Um, and I watched a lot of chemtrails and I, I watched it every time they were doing it. And some planes are not giving off even a contrail, the little one that's disappearing behind it. Some are not giving off um, the long ones. Like they, there's no way that this is caused by humidity or it would all be the same across the board. Like they expect this to be so stupid and just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, the, the scientist, the meteorological um organization has figured it out guys no it's definitely just a surus homogenitis it's a complete joke um the the fact that people even believe this that this is just condensation in the sky but we're seeing one disappear really close right after the plane is going and then we're seeing some persist and create just clouds of chemicals that are creating rainbows when the sun's light is passing through it this is a complete joke at the end of the day well, Sorry, that was long-winded. Oh, you're good. But, like, I just hope everybody understands that the higher you go, the less humid it is. And so that in itself just does not exactly make any sense. But also, if you were to actually look into these these different projects, Skywater and these things, and what they actually say about these chemtrails, contrails, whatever you want to call them, they actually do go on to say that some persistent spreading contrails contribute to climate change. Okay, these people are going to sit here and tell you that we need to worry about climate change. We need to not uh, drive our cars and these different things. Uh, Go get an electric car. Hurry up. But they're they're actually admitting that their chemtrails, contrails, whatever you want to believe they are, are actually increasing climate change. Okay, if you were to look into climate change, what you would see fits perfectly with their narrative that the polar regions of the earth are more or their their baseline for their 50 year temperature is up further than anywhere else out there and the the story goes that these people are using the arctic because it's an uncharted area they're going to use it to get gas for oil they're going to use it for an oasis so they could try to create resorts for the rich people to go hang hang out at and it, it's disgusting But getting back to this whole idea concept of a contrail, the reason why a contrail, like the humidity in the air, first of all, gets less the higher you go. But even if you were to believe their story, 
what's happening is, is they're saying that from the combusting of these gases, it's creating an impure water form because water in its, form, in its cleanest form freezes at a much lower temperature than 32 degrees. It actually needs impurities to freeze. And so what they're saying is, is as these aircrafts are flying through it, they're interacting with these particles and it's causing these particles to freeze because uh, they've been hit by an airplane. But the, the way that they come out does not, they come out of the engines, you guys, or they look like they're coming out of a spray. They don't look like an airplane's flying through cold, humid water that's freezing from this aircraft passing through it. It's very clearly being sprayed. It's very clearly coming out of nozzles. And the, the sickest part about all of this is you could Google inside of a chemtrail plane and you could see the inside of these planes are stuffed full of barrels. They've got spray nozzles and they are spraying you with very dangerous chemicals. Yeah, like the fact that that's even out there is sickening. But there's websites like wyomingsoundings.com that they send balloons up to measure the relative humidity of the atmosphere. And they've shown sometimes it's as low as 7%. So that's what I'm getting at, people. So why when I'm living in Dallas, when I was living in Dallas, if the atmosphere basically is 100% all year long, if you didn't know, and uh, in places like Mexico, very similar. Um why isn't contrails or 10-minute persisting contrails coming out of every single plane that's going into the air from low altitudes to high altitudes? The whole narrative is just a complete joke. None of it makes any sense. The hypocrisy behind these people telling us that uh, they need to do this for global warming. A four to five hour chemtrail mission to reflect incoming sunlight and slow global warming will burn 2,050 gallons of highly toxic jet fuel an hour, okay, 2,000 an hour. The large, older KC-135 strategy. Which that, that might make us get into the jet fuel hoax. Very, so. very, very good. <laughs> Very good. That's what I was getting on to. Just for everybody, so everybody knows that jet, they're not consuming as much jet fuel as they're telling us. There's no effing way there's 60,000 gallons of jet fuel sitting in the wings of planes. There's videos of guys um, like running away from the cops and hopping on a plane wing, and it's like cracking and like breaking just from a guy, from a guy's weight. So, no, 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 there's no way. No, you're good because that's exactly what I was getting into is. The, the amount of lies that they sur- that we're surrounded in. If you believe the narrative that planes do burn this kind of gas and you do believe the world is global warming and you do believe we need to spray this bullshit into our atmosphere, then you have to admit to yourself that 2,050 gallons of this jet fuel being burnt does not equate to a cooler earth, okay? If you buy into the hoax and you believe everything you're being told, then this information in itself is so hypocritical that it should make anybody with any form of common sense whatsoever turn their nose up at the idea that we need them spraying above our heads dangerous chemicals to cool the earth. It just doesn't work. Yeah, the and and literally the science when we're when we go over the science from like people like David W. Keith and 
these other people that are propping up geoengineering is a good idea, which uh, I think a lot of people will be surprised that geoengineering was actually not a popular thing under the administration of Obama. But under the Trump administration, it was very, very popular. Trump was very much okay with um, geoengineering and the idea of it. Um, so that might be interesting for people um, to think about and look into for the people that think Trump is um, doing anything good. Um, yeah, literally right here, I've got a whole document from The Guardian talking about how Trump was um, literally pushing it forward. So Trump literally pushed forward. That, that's what happened. So everybody that's like, oh, Trump would be a better president. Sorry, I'm going on a rant right now. I had people in my telegram tell me Trump was awesome. Um, but um, so I want to get this in here while, while we can, because he did. He did bring in a lot of the latter solar geoengineering that is currently going on is because of Trump right now. The current um, spraying that's happening, um, like they started doing it in Arizona is when they first started um, in 2018. They started in Arizona with a high altitude balloon. They did their first test. But um, yeah, yeah there. Sorry, not to add to your tangent or anything, but uh, you you guys have to understand in order for these people to mentally take over our world, they do have to do some good because if they were purely bad, we would not stand for it. Okay, they have to manipulate your mind and use psychology against you because Trump did do certain things that were beneficial for us. He he stood up for America in exchange for goods and these different things. That doesn't mean that he's not bad. That, <laughs> that means you need to pay more attention and look at everything. We are under attack. We are under attack physically, mentally, emotionally. And these people know exactly what to do and what situation to get you to defend those people who have enslaved us. And that's exactly what's happening. People are defending Trump because he did good. I, I, I bought into the whole Trump thing. I, Me too. I, Trump was good. I, I did too. I had Trump flags. I've got Trump shirts. But, the, but I want to bring this up just um, while while I'm while I'm thinking about it. Um, with Trump, and the big thing that bothers me about Trump is they're still spraying. Like they, they were spraying the shit out of us during Trump. Trump didn't stop the spraying. He promoted the spraying. Stop. Trump didn't stop the five G. He promoted the five G. Trump didn't stop the vaccine. He promoted the vaccine as the greatest technological advancement of mankind, literally. So I don't want us talking much more about Trump, but um, literally, yeah. no, it's so obvious. <laughs> you just just know that we're being played and you really do need to just pay more attention. Don't if, if somebody's saying, look over here, you need to look in a different direction and try to find other information uh getting back to this aerosol injection of our atmosphere these people actually talk about the different chemicals and the way that these gases that they're spraying interact with our oxygen the way they interact with the water and all of the different vapor and how it condenses into particles of solid matter and falls down to the earth and and then you're drinking it you're eating it uh they they don't even call this a problem that it's Aquarius sulfuric acid is one of the main thing that's the chemical reaction from spraying these different gases actually turns into our atmosphere. So not only are they spraying these chemicals, aluminum, barium, serenium, uh, lithium, they're spraying all of these things into the air, but those things interact with the molecules that they're being sprayed over and they form even worse things. Okay. I'm sure everybody here is old enough to remember that there is a hole in the ozone layer. Do you remember where that hole came from? Aerosols. They told us stop using canned hairspray. Stop using these 
canned aerosols because it's destroying the atmosphere. These people are dumping hundreds of millions of tons of that stuff in our sky, and they're telling you to put down your 12-ounce can of hairspray. Yeah, that's one of their technical terms, stratospheric aerosol injections. And that just roll off the tongue nice, Derek. It, it really does. <laughs> there's even, they, they've called them even more worse things. So like they've got this one called a micro electoral mechanical system. And this micro, they call it an MES for, M-E-M-S for short. Uh, it's related to microtech, microtonics, microsystems, and it contributes to the technology of microscopic devices, particularly those with moving parts. They move and merge at the nanoscale into nanoelectric mechanical systems. MEMS are also referred to as micro machines in Japan. They're made up of components between one and 100 micrometers in size. That means that they're not detectable, okay? You cannot use a microscope to look at anything that is below a certain nanometer, okay? I think it's like 450 or 1,000 or something like that. Uh, and they're integrating a circuit chip, like a microprocessor, into these nanoparticles to, to program them into having a, a function. And that in itself should scare the crap out of anybody, that this is even an openly discussed thing. That they, they, they don't call it a chemtrail. Good luck finding a chemtrail page that's not a conspiracy. Uh, you're you're going to have to look at their technical terms. and these microelectromechanical systems they've been out since 1996 okay if that doesn't give you a little bit of an understanding on how long these people have been working on a microscopic a nano scale to control you i don't know what will yeah i like we're we were only we're only able to find what they're admitting to spring we don't know what's what else they're mixing or what like advanced technology they could be using i've seen um i've seen documents um of them saying that they're using the microwave radiation that 5g gives off to actually elevate and keep these nanoparticles in the air or choose if they come down and we breathe them or not so what's going on is a really sick experiment and we're gonna see the effects of it here in 10 years or sooner they're already saying that cancer rates like dementia in in some countries dementia is the top killer ever we didn't have dementia 100 years ago we didn't have cancer 100 years ago we didn't have alzheimer's 100 years ago all of this has started and it's rampantly rain it's they're rave they're raging right now with this stuff they are just testing on us with the 5g with the um chemtrails all of this in our environment is why you see people so dull like just not to like go at anybody but if you go out in today's age and you have try to have conversations with people, you'll get the fluoride stares. You'll you can directly see these chemicals having, and I I see it in my line of work. I go into multi, I go into houses. I see a lot of people. I, I've talked to a lot of people. I used to do door to door sales. I I've, I've noticed it over the years. People are very. I don't want to say slow, but people that aren't like proactively trying to figure out how to get this stuff out of their environment and be healthy and and because like derek said earlier in this episode 
these nanoparticles and these heavy metals from what I researched are some of the hardest things to get out of your body or out of your brain. And like Derek, I want to, I want to just for the first hour people, because we are going to go a lot into aluminum, the effects of aluminum, David O'Keefe um, and a, a couple other documents in the second hour. And we um, also might have a guest appearance as well, but people need to realize these particles are just building up in you over time as you're walking these are so small that they're just going past the cells in your body straight into your system they're just permeating you literally permeating your eyes like literally everything if you walk in this stuff it's going into you and when you breathe it through your nose that's going straight into your your brain past your blood membrane um barrier and so um not to i don't want to be like a salesy at all but i really would ask people if you are actively trying to get this stuff out of your system um, with um, the pine needle oil from optically optimally organic. Um, literally, they have tons of research behind that showing that it removes heavy metals and things like that, as well as um, getting fulvic minerals into your system will help move these things out of your system and create a transport system for you to pee them out. So um, like Chris, we plan on having Christopher on an episode, but I do want to plug this little um, tidbit that we had on a conversation. Um, he had an uncle that completely lost his mind, got dementia, Alzheimer's, one of the other, which um, can be directly related to aluminum, by the way, which is what they're spraying in the sky just to give everyone. and also um, i want everybody to realize that aluminum is found in cookingware as well so aluminum is heavily found in cookingware so when you scratch your pans and you're cooking in the pans um you are probably eating aluminum 100 so um but if you do get any of these products you um basically what he did chris the, his uncle got to the point where they had to put him in a rest home essentially and this is anecdotal evidence this is this is just a story he told me but um take it as you will take it as you want um but essentially he gave him the fulvic minerals and the pine needle oil and eventually he he got his uncle got to the point where he forgot his name he forgot he had a car he forgot he had a house he lost his job all that stuff they put him in a rest home he started giving him these things and he like woke he like snapped out of it so that's what i'm wondering is if this trance it's like it's like a a, a warm wet blanket over all of society's consciousness right now and the blanket is the aluminum that's in the air that's being sprayed over everybody that we're all breathing so what I theorize is getting these things out of your system could wake everybody back up. It could help with their spiritual ascension. It will raise your IQ. Um, who who knows what decalcifying your pineal gland plus getting these these heavy metals and these particles out of your system could do to your brain function and your cognitive function. I've, I've, I love that. And I've, and so hold on, let me plug this. If you do end up picking up any of those products um, from Optimally Organic, use our code UNEARTH, capital U N E A R T H, and you'll get 10% off over there. So, yeah. So I've, I've been saying it for a long time that I actually believe that uh, everybody is capable, right? But the problem is, is the government is trying really hard to keep us dumb. And so all of these nanoparticulates, all of the fluoride in our water, the schooling we're going through, the ridicule you face if you try to stand up against it, it's creating zombies. People are being so complacent and molding into the this little fabric that they want us to be that it, it's causing harm. And if people all just decided, hey, you know what? I want to cleanse my body. I want to do good. I want to drink the right water. I want to eat the right foods. I, I want to be healthy. I want to be sharp. Then what we would see 
is a world that is thriving. People would never allow the stuff to happen that's happening if everybody was able to properly think about it. These micro nanoparticles get into your body. Okay, you breathe them in, you eat them, you, you, it touches your skin. They're in your body. Once they get to a spot where they stick, which is almost always in your brain, they can't leave without help because what happens is, is your body actually tries to, this is where calcified penile glands come from. Your body actually tries to encase it. So you're not, it's not leaching into your system. So it'll actually uh, send cells to like latch onto it and to become like a barrier in between these, these different components in your body and your body. And then that grows because you're, you're, constantly breathing it in so you're it's actually growing inside of you your body is growing over these different things and it's causing your your they're targeting glands one of which is your pineal gland they're targeting this and your bot they know how your body reacts to different poisons in your environment and they're using it against us because we're actually creating a shell around them which in turn stops these glands from properly working yeah, I know that we're getting to the top of the hour, so we are going to wrap it up here soon and jump into the second hour where um, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on currently nowadays and, and the and the current. Uh, we're going to you know, talk about activism, maybe what we could do as well. Um, but I want to tell everybody this, barium, which is found in, in these um, – well, well uh, first I want to say they've done air cabin um, tests of air and they're finding aluminum traces they're finding barium so to say like there that was a lot of the claim back in the day um, from people that were like going against chemtrailers saying that everybody was insane that believed in chemtrails they were saying oh we'll go up there and, and sample the air and prove it prove that the, that there's aluminum from the back of those planes so so independent researchers actually got together got in a plane and flew behind one of these planes as they saw him doing one of those big days where you see him crisscrossing they took they took levels from the air and again they found aluminum these heavy metals that have no reason to be up in the sky at those levels and those altitudes so um but barium Less than one gram of barium will kill an adult human as well. Um, and we're going to get into, for sure, we're going to have to get into what's going on with the insect population. Bees are getting dementia um, right now, which uh, I don't know how everybody wants to explain that. But um, other than the chemicals that are in the sky, um, like there's the stuff that's going on is completely sick. And we've got to talk about it. We've got to have an open format and somewhere where we can talk about it. So um, to wrap up the last hour, I want to thank everybody for um, allowing us again to have this platform. I know we say it basically every episode, but I, we probably will. Like, seriously, you guys are making this all happen where we can come on here and gather this information over a week's time and expel it to you guys so that you can share it with your families. You guys can go do your own research, um, get yourself up to date on chemtrails. So again, that's what me and Derek always tell people. If you would like to wake people up to the reality that surrounds them and encompasses them, you've got to understand it yourself and you've got to be able to explain it to a five-year-old and they, they have to be able to understand it so you've got to do research at the end of the day so um listening to these episodes will definitely help you guys out if you are trying to wake up your friends family and things like that and also sharing them um so if you want to share because i i know that i'm gonna have my sisters listen to this episode because they still don't think the chemtrail is real and i've had them watch it it's crazy so you know what happens guys you know how it goes but um derek do you have anything that you're dying to get across to the um public first hour 
well, I can't stress it enough. Just look up, take photos, talk about it, and compare what you see one day to what you see another day. There's there's days where there's crisscrossing airplanes like crazy, and then there's days there's no airplanes at all. Uh, that's not how airports work. They don't not have as many flights here and there, have no flights here, tons of flights here. These aren't even commercial aircraft that people are on. These aircraft are, they're literally formatted for the purpose of spraying these dangerous chemicals into the air. The people who are doing it might be under the impression that they're doing the right thing. They might not even really understand what they're going through. And this could be because of what they're doing. Uh, When you brush with fluoride, when you breathe this air, when you intake all of these different things that they've put into our environment, it becomes really difficult for people to be able to properly see, and especially when they've trained the public to attack anybody who who points it out. Uh, it gets really hard for for the average person to be able to stand up and to speak up, and that's what we just want to thank you guys for, because if you're listening, if you're here right now, you are one of the people, you are the glitch in the matrix, and it's going to be through you and your determination and your willpower that we overcome this. And we just, we cannot thank you enough for your time. We cannot thank you enough for your support. And just please be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, guys. And if you want to see more change, um, you guys can support us by becoming a member. Um, This will help us hopefully maybe get to the point where we're doing this full-time research and getting these episodes out to you guys. So um, thank you for everybody that's already a member. If you do want to hear another hour of content on chemtrails or any of our other second hour um, on our all of our previous episodes, if you do become a member, you'll get all of our previous content and anything further that is coming out. So for everybody that's already a member, thank you, and uh, we will see you in the second hour. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.